sound like a teenager. You do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. That's, it, it's weird I'm... hearing your own, because you hear your own voice through your body. Uh-huh. And but... all the... All that shit, it's weird. My voice is a lot higher. Than you think than it is? Than I think it is, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So it's Mike. Spoke to Joy that way. Just get He's higher. Get it. The dryer shut off. Oh, it'll be back on. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's right. So, so this is your first time here, right, Stephanie? It is. Yeah. It's pretty cool, huh? It's It's a lot. It is. <laughs> Isn't it different than the pictures? I mean, it isn't. No, because I is. well, I see the Facebook lives all the time. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of knew what to expect, but it, it's a really, really nice space. I know. Yeah. Digital advertising is what we're talking about today. Huh? We are. Yeah. I didn't know it, that. I mean, Jim, how many meetings are you in? <laughs> it, it comes up in every meeting now. What's your digital strategy, yeah. right? Yep. So there's SEM, SEO. Do you have an app? Do you have a podcast? So we, we had to, Jim and I don't know enough about this. So we brought in Stephanie Taylor, digital marketing expert. Hi, everyone. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. <laughs> She's here from Beasley Media <laughs> Detroit uh, to discuss the... Busy day, too. She had to miss some stuff. I know. Us. I feel really so bad. thank you. You know what? We owe you one, Stephanie. Anything for you guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so uh, the topic of today's show is digital do's and don'ts. Let's start with the, de- the definition of digital marketing. You know, you haven't been reading the disclaimer. The disclaimer? Yeah. I haven't. Do, do you have it? Uh, I, didn't, I don't have it printed out, but I do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the disclaimer is everything in marketing subjective. You know, we're going to give you do's and don'ts, but, you know, pick what works for you because what's going to work for one person is not going to work for another. And that's the beauty of marketing. And that's what we're trying to, we're trying to dispel all these myths that there's one way to do the right, right. thing. And there's, there's not. There's definitely not. Especially so, nowadays. So today, Jim, you're not going to need to look up any definition because I pulled this from, uh, you know, from Urban Dictionary, oh. where I always go to find out what anything <laughs> means. And so the, the definition of digital marketing, I thought, oh, for sure, this is going to involve a dick pic or something, right? Like sending out your <laughs> cock so people know. <laughs> it's so, not, though? No. Like, listen to this. This, this, <laughs> this is Urban Dictionary. I, I'm, I was kind of upset. Digital marketing is a generic term that, encompass, that encompasses all activities undertaken to promote a website or web page, social media page, or video page. Digital marketing includes search engine optimization, search engine marketing, pay-per-click advertising, social media op- optimization, social media marketing, content marketing, link building, etc. Sometimes web development and web design are also considered part of digital marketing. The goal of digital marketing from an ROI standpoint is to increase the number of visitors to a website, thus increasing sales and leads. From a branding standpoint, the goal of digital marketing is to get maximum impressions to increase brand awareness. Duh. Damn. No, but they, they, they Somebody wrote all that on Urban <laughs> Dictionary? Hey. They're trying, well, all of a sudden they're serious when it comes yeah. to digital marketing. <laughs> right. They can't have some... There's no explanation or, or uh, example that um, used in a sentence. Digital marketing. Oh no, that's another digital marketing. Digital is awesome. marketing is nowadays indispensable for business. So that was it in a sentence. Oh, I'm I'm upset. Why well, I go to Webster's <laughs> and it's some <laughs> I know <laughs> some vulgar definition. I'm angry at Urban Dictionary for that definition. Well, at so. least it it explains something. Yeah, well, it, it does. Pretty well, you know their definition of it got you you know if you search for that in google mm-hmm. that got you to go to their website to get that specific it did dictionary it worked this time. So, <laughs> this time it worked and they served you how many impressions of other advertisers on their website while oh, you were there oh yeah yeah Should they're always trying that. to they're always trying to sell me a coffee mug 
every time I go to how many coffee mugs do you have? I, too many. Have you bought? <laughs> have you bought a few? I, I no. I think there there should be a law against anyone making coffee mugs anymore. There's enough coffee mugs in the world. <laughs> there are. I never want to be sold another coffee mug. <laughs> I went to a uh, I went to a rage room about a month ago, and they had tons of coffee mugs in this what? bin that you could throw against the wall and smash. Oh, yes. That you just get at a you know a garage sale or something. So yeah, I want to go no to more that co- rage room. It's so much fun. Well, that's yeah. why they need more coffee mugs for rage yeah. rooms. Have you noticed <laughs> HQ is trying to push you coffee mugs too? No. I mean, if you play HQ, they're trying to sell you a coffee mug every episode now. Hi. I might need coffee. I have about 10 at the office. Mm-hmm. And Kate today, my wife just goes, where are all those damn coffee mugs you brought home? Because I took them back to the office again and left them there. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like three coffee mugs at home. <laughs> all right, Stephanie, let's get in some real questions here. All right. <laughs> let's start with web, with, with ad designs. Mm-hmm. And I know we're, we're going to jump around here a little bit, but that's okay because there's so much that we could talk about with digital yeah. marketing. We're not going to do it all in a 20-minute podcast, but let's give some people some good advice. So what's the most important thing in crafting a digital ad? I think it is to keep your ad recognizable uh, mm-hmm. to your brand. You always want to have a clear and concise logo. Your yep. logo should always be on the banner or on the, the pre-roll ad that you're doing or whatever. Um, and to keep your message concise, simple, and to the point, yeah. yet enticing enough to get somebody to click it to find out more. Right. You, you gave some good advice in a meeting we were in uh, a couple of weeks ago, I remember, where you said something about the, the size of the image. Yes. You don't, want the, you don't want the image to overpower the message. Right. Um, you want the message to stand out. You don't want like, too many colors. You don't want it to be busy. You want it to focus on the message, but have a, like a background or a graphic that complements your message right because chances are you don't know where every page it's going to land on when you're buying and it's probably landing on a page that's already real busy and things so you need your you know cube or whatever um different size ad you're buying cubes leaderboards leaderboard to to stand out and people to notice and be able to see differentiate it from the rest of the stuff that their eyes are being pulled toward yep and sometimes people will use like Flash or HTML5 or even a video in a banner ad, mm-hmm. you want to be careful with that because it's distracting from the content of the page. And if people are seeing yeah. your ad on this, you know, this article, this say you're on a Huffington Post or something, yeah. and you're reading this article, but you have this video playing in the corner that's really <laughs> distracting and they see what brand it is, that might be a turnoff for yeah. them. Yeah, it is. For sure. I know it is for me. And not only that, but just when the sound plays. Oh, Because autom- I open multiple oh, yeah. windows and then I'll go read. I'll open like four stories that I want to look at yeah. and then read the stories. And then all of a sudden something's playing. The auto- And I don't know where it's don't, coming from. Nobody likes an autoplay. <laughs> no, that makes me upset. Please stop the autoplay. <laughs> nobody yes. likes it. Is there is there any one mistake you see with design that people commonly make? <clears throat> Something something that I always try to pay attention to because I sometimes design ads yeah. is you want to keep your font simple. You want to keep it simple to read. Thank you. And you know, you want to keep it, you know, a good size. You want to do it like a, a text to to graphic ratio that is not overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Even if it's just plain text on a, like a color background or something. Just Don't try and tell a whole story. Yeah. In a yeah. In it's a banner the, ad. Sh- it, keep it short and simple. Yeah. Go, it, once they click and you get them to where you, then you can tell your story. Yeah, exactly. But the ad <laughs> itself isn't going to do that. That's so. drawing them to the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So let's, uh, let's move on to targeting a little bit here. So the beauty of digital advertising is that you can focus on such a specific target. It's like, you know, looking through a rifle scope <laughs> at that person you're trying to, you know, you're trying to aim at, right? So uh, you can set up campaigns for people that, you know, you can be so specific, people that are left-handed that, that make thirty-five <laughs> to $40,000 yes, a year. And they drive a pickup truck and uh-huh. have a pet turtle. And they live right? in a ranch. Yep. <laughs> right. And you're just going to get those people. Because of those little digital cookies that you leave when you visit <laughs> yep. every yeah. single website, they will track you, and that's you know fed. That's that's big big data mm-hmm. that is fed to companies, and so companies you see, are able to target you based on your browsing history. So, do you think people like over hyper target when it comes to digital stuff and get too specific? Because you're reaching those same people. There's an old thing that if if you're trying to sell golf. You could buy in, in the magazine days. Mm-hmm. You could buy golf. You should buy Golf Digest. But if you want to reach a bunch of people that play golf, you should mm-hmm. advertise in Sports Illustrated, right? Yes. You know because the people that buy Golf Digest, they're already the golf geeks seeking out the information. Yes. So I don't think it's a bad digital, idea to be on both. Let's say because no, <laughs> no, then no, yeah. how many golf courses are there? Depending, I mean, depending right. on what you're selling. But right, um, I, I think both would be a great idea. But yeah. you don't want to forget the the. ESPN or, mm-hmm. or Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. I think there there's a there's a delicate balance between over targeting and accurately targeting. Um, yeah. Say if it if it's a golf, you know, company that wants to target golfers, I would target usually males from a certain age to a certain age, mm-hmm. a certain income bracket, and then certain areas mm-hmm. of you know of the metro area or whatever. And depending on the course, let's say it's a course. Yeah. Depending on the course, you want to do a, a, a radius, a circle, yeah. you know, say yeah. 10 or 15 miles until you get to the other course, yep. you know, around, around the area. Because, you know, you'll get people who are really passionate about your product who will travel to your place. But then you'll get the person who's just trying to go out for an afternoon, right. you know, and with that, his buddies. That person, and if it's $100 to golf there, you don't want 18 to, you know. You don't want 18 to 25 year olds. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you want someone that's more, you know, you want has the 40 a lot more to money. 60 year olds exactly. who yeah. have some disposable income. Mm-hmm. So it's more, it's more than just interest and behavior. We could target income wise. We target demographically. You can really get granular, but you don't want to get so granular that you exclude a whole right. pool of people that, mm-hmm. you know, um, I do a lot of, targeting on Facebook. Yeah. And we just had a, a like a a concert that we were promoting mm-hmm. and we wanted to get people who are interested in this group. Yeah. But then I'm really I glad o- you brought this up. Keep going now. But then I opened up the targeting to mm-hmm. um, people who like acts who are similar. similar. Yes. Yeah. Because they don't necessarily like Group X yeah. on Facebook, yeah. but they enjoy their music and they might go to that concert. Right. Mm-hmm. But they might, you know, also like, you know, like or follow bands Y, Z, yes. A, M. So they're in that wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. And that's, that is one of the beauties of digital advertising, digital marketing is you, you don't need to, in the old days when you're advertising on TV and radio, you're limited to like a demo. So if you're that certain band, let's let's use a metal band. I'm not going to name a name, but and you you would say, all right, I'm, we're a metal band. So we, our our fans are men. They're white men. They're between 25 and 45. And then you would you would go towards that audience, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I happen to like that, you know. And so I would be now. I get my bands fed to me on Facebook, 
And Stephanie, you and I like a lot of the same type of music. Yes, and we you're, do. You're not a white man. I am not. <laughs> so, I'm a multiracial so, female. In the, in the in the the old model, you they would miss you. Yes, they would. Because they're targeting a white male between 25 and 35, mm-hmm. let's say. And now they can go to fans of Shinedown, fans of Godsmack, and like like bands, and you can target it that way. Yeah. And so. And you will see a suggested post or, Mm -hmm. you know, suggested ad. You may like this because, and one of the things that I like on Facebook now is that you can go into the ad and you can see why you were targeted. Oh, really? Yes. You can go go into your ad settings on Facebook and see how they targeted you, why they targeted you, and see. Can you change those? Yes. Okay. You can... uh, you can take off certain things. Um, I've taken off like baby things, right. marriage <laughs> things, things are not that are not yeah. specific yeah. to me. Well, you not might relevant. you're helping them in yes, terms I of <laughs> I am, and not a lot of people know that you can do that. No, not at all. Well, see, you just taught the listener something. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I want to. I want to change it because I feel like I'm mistargeted a lot of times, and yeah. well, maybe it's just because of the websites I visit. Just random. I, I just like to consume a lot of information. Yeah. So. And for each ad, there's a there's a quick little hamburger menu that's saying, you know, hide this ad. Why? Is it repetitive? You've seen it too many yeah. times. Yep. Is it irrelevant? You know, not that doesn't apply to me. Right. Or, you, you know, you disagree with the content. And mm-hmm. then it gives you an option to go deeper. And then then you can go into your personal ad settings from just huh. right from that link. And uh, see why you were targeted. That's great huh. stuff. And well, so this goes to my next question: is wasted impressions. So yes. when you, like, you were just talking about getting fed something. I have a personal example where I, I needed to buy a new faucet, so I searched, I, I found a faucet website. I bought the, I did it all within ten minutes, and I, for the next year, I got served Moen faucet <laughs> ads all over my Facebook feed. The I couldn't next go on to year? Facebook. For a whole year. Oh, my gosh. I must have gosh. seen 100,000. <laughs> maybe not. Well, did you ever accidentally click on it? Did that No, that I never touched it again. And if you? I would have known about that, what you just said, I could have eliminated them. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they bothered me, but I was like, why? Moen is spending a lot of money on me right now because they're yes. paying for these impressions. Mm-hmm. And I am not in the market for a faucet <laughs> in any way. <laughs> yep. I bought it. And how often do you buy a faucet? Yeah. Every, you know? One of the so. options on the, the Facebook ad, especially in the mobile or... Um, like the desktop news feed mm-hmm. is already purchased. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but but there's a lot of that's Facebook. How many mm-hmm. other yeah, I, entities? I was being, where is that information coming from? Because oftentimes you search it, for it. Right. The car. It wasn't just Facebook. Uh-huh. I was being retargeted everywhere I went. Right. But I then you already going. bought it, so the next it was a waste you're, of yeah. you're not going to buy another car. You're not going to buy another faucet. Yeah. So, so as a consumer, that can help because I can go onto that and do what you said. But what about if you're mowing and you're buying these? Is there well, a way they can avoid? Retar- well, you can pair with a with a company the the company that we we pair with at mm-hmm. uh, Beasley. They have a limit, a retargeting limit of thirty gotcha. days. Okay. So, right. Okay. So we want to we want to target the people who are in that market. You go to the website, and that's if you go to the website and then you see ads repeatedly. That's called retargeting. Yep. Right. So that's that's something different. But you want this goes back to the targeting pool. You want to make that pool big enough 
to get enough people so you're not serving 100,000 impressions per <laughs> month to only 1,000 people. So you're <laughs> right. telling me when this happened to me, Moen had some crappy rookie digital media buyer. Yeah, basically. They should buy through <laughs> us. Yes, yes. <laughs> and not, Stephanie. Not, not target you or retarget you for a year. <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. That's a literal waste of oh. impressions. Okay, so now this gets into the topic of privacy. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about it, but I'm going to save this because I know you've listened to the show. So, you know, we're going to do uh, brilliance, blurs, and boners. And <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> well, we made have, a face. You have a good one? <laughs> so, no, I'm going to start with, um, I just read an article, uh, a company we, we work with, uh, Jacobs Media. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fred Jacobs' article this week was titled, Brands to Facebook, Hasta la Vista, Baby. So, it's a, a company that he wrote about is Lush which is a British cosmetic company. I'm familiar with Lush. Yeah, they're switching up social is what they said, and they have decided to abandon all their social media pages. And they put out a a post saying they want, they're they're moving everything from all their social media pages to their page. Um, This is their quote, increasingly social media is making it harder and harder for us to talk to each other directly. We are tired of fighting with algorithms and we do not want to pay to appear on your newsfeed. So we've decided it's time to bid farewell to our brand, our, our uh, social media channels. Lush, Lush UK, they name all their different brands, are gone across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and would like to open up the conversation between the Lush community on our website instead. So Thank what do you guys God. think? Is this, is this <laughs> brilliance? Is this a, a boner? Is this? I, I'll let you go I, first because I, I haven't finished. I, I have mixed feelings about this because I get a lot of my like beauty ads and I pay attention to um, products and companies that I like on mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand what they're saying because a lot of people have trouble switching brand loyalty. Yep. And if they are going to pay Facebook to appear in front of people who like body products or right. like bath bombs, those people most <laughs> likely have their brand. Yeah. And they're not, Lush doesn't want to waste their money trying to convert people. Mm-hmm. They want to build based on, because Lush products are pretty expensive. I don't know if you guys have ever no, I don't know experienced that. Lush products. <laughs> I haven't they're, personally bought any. They're, <laughs> they're very high quality, good okay. stuff, smell amazing. Um, like me, but you okay. kind of like good Bentley. stuff and smell amazing. <laughs> but they, but they're expensive, so they want to keep the people that are really passionate about them. And in their case, word of mouth is probably better than potentially wasting impressions on people who aren't going to come to a higher end product. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to have their their passionate their basically their ambassadors mm-hmm. who are very passionate about their products keeping up to date yeah. with their stuff yeah you know and especially if they have that won't get paid just people on social media saying i got my lush whatever yes that, like they're they're going to spread the word yeah yeah and the yeah it's, so i'm gonna call it a blur and it sounds like you are too a little bit. It's it's not, it's, a, it's it's a mix, it's, right? So it's a blur. It's, as just as a per like take marketing out of it as a mm-hmm. person, I'm so sick of social media and be having to. So to, right. to, for me, it's brilliant. I wish every company said, "Screw you, Facebook, screw you, Twitter." Yeah. And I, I I understand that probably takes money out of my pocket because I can't sell that stuff anymore. A little bit, but 
I, I'm but just, social I, media people are beating the crap out of them for this they, because they're well, saying, oh, guess they, what? They're obviously still they talking don't understand about them, right? The, yeah, they don't understand the, pres- the importance of being present on social media. Hold on. They're cutting you, off important communication. And bl- you so. say social media people. Do you mean just users or owners of – so they're just users? U- users and, and marketing experts are saying okay. this. Yeah. Screw them. They're, they're yeah. idiots. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to quote this guy because I don't want to give him any credit. It's <laughs> good. an article that's good. saying they're making a mistake. You know, if, if they just did this and they see down the road that that has affected their sales, mm-hmm. then yeah. maybe they should then rethink it's, then it. It's a boner. Sure, they yeah. would. Yeah, that is, then it's a boner. Right. Um, <laughs> but say, does does Lush have an app? Do we, do we know that? Can they. I don't, I don't um, know. On their website, can they push their app to, you know, say, stay yep. in contact with us this way? Yep. We're going to be in your inbox, giving mm. you all the specials, letting you know about product releases, everything that they would do on social to mm. the people who are already passionate about their there brand. Is a, there is a quote in here from a friend of mine who is what, uh, really? a, a, a social media expert, Lori Lewis. So I'll, I'll give her credit. She says, <laughs> there's much more to social than talking to customers. Lush must not understand the whole truth. When you're talking, um, when you're not where your customers are, you give them permission to form loyalties elsewhere. So she's saying you they have might to be become in front loyal. Of them. Yeah, they, they'll so become loyal so she, to someone so she else. She thinks it's a boner if, by leaving the social media. I don't know if she knows people who are passionate about Lush, but yeah. The people who love Lush, they are love. addicted. <laughs> yes. They love Lush. They <laughs> yeah. will pay top prices for a charcoal bar soap or a glitter bath bomb <laughs> or you know a, an organic lip yeah. balm it's it's one of those those brands that is is so niche mm-hmm. and yeah their their followers are so passionate about it that i don't think it will be a big deal for them to be off of social media um but they have uh jacob's media did a tech survey they have a 50,000 person database that's their tech survey so it's it's survey so it's a it's a mega database and they are finding that Facebook has lost some of its luster and people are seriously considering deleting their Facebook accounts mostly because of privacy concerns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what started Lush down this path. 50% of people have said they have no concerns. So, so that's half. The other half all have concerns. That's a big chunk. 20% have seriously considered deleting their accounts because of privacy. Um, 6% are seriously considering their account because of privacy. That's another 6%. Uh, 3% have already deleted their account because of privacy. 3% have deleted for a non-privacy reason. And, well, 13% of people have never had a profile. So well, there's a huge, you know, half the people are having these, these privacy concerns. And I think a lot of people, that's, that's what I was going to say. A lot of people, and I can't give you a number, but are very frustrated with the privacy aspect, you know, mm-hmm. that their privacy, they feel it's being invaded as well as they're they're sick of all the clutter all the ads being fed so it makes mm-hmm. them feel like well, they're just a machine that's being so they hearing that mm-hmm. someone like me if i was into uh makeup if I, <laughs> if i was someone who would buy lush products i would say good for that you know what i'm gonna support them because screw social media that's the way i feel i'm so sick well, of the it. fact that six percent have already delivered deleted their accounts mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. privacy concerns is if you went to any business and said, hey, you know, 6% of your people are hit at McDonald's are never going to come back to you because of whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. they would go, oh, my God, we can't lose 6%. That's, <laughs> that's huge. That's a huge number, <laughs> yes. right? Um, and so, I wish that 20% would uh, grow a pair and get off there, too. I'd like <laughs> to see a 20 that are on the fence right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I use Facebook all the time too, but I, I really would love if it was just gone. Well, it's from interesting. The world. It's by age. Uh, Gen Zs and teens are are less upset and less likely to be worried about the privacy concerns because they've never had the privacy well, in the first place. Yeah, they yeah, don't exactly. know the difference. Mm-hmm. So it's the older generations that are the ones saying, you know what, I'm going to get off yeah. here. I'm so sick of them following me with everything and sending me ads for things that I never. I've, I've, I've done a deep dive into yeah. what I share with Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, about every six months I go into my ad settings. I go into my, you know, my page likes and I will just, <laughs> I'll refine. I will delete. No, don't target me with this. Yes. I don't want you to know but this. But most people like, don't know to do that either. And they just get a bunch of crap that they have no interest in. Hey, everybody, check your settings. <laughs> yes, do it. I can't wait to check it. <laughs> all right. So we're, we're all calling the kind of a blur on that one. Uh, to, yeah, it's, it's blurry. It's but wait, wait and see. Wait and see. Uh, I, I like agree. to I'm, I think it's brilliant. But right. as of right now, it's just a blur. Let's we'll move on. We'll check back with Lush yes. in six months. <laughs> to another uh, personal care product, our friends at Bic. I mean, we've already talked about Gillette and other things, but this is Bic, and I'm just going to show you guys this um, from a distance, and then I'll read the tagline. Oh, I've seen the so, background. So they have an attractive, confident-looking woman, and this is an ad they put out for Women's Day. On what does their, it say again? I wanted to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. Okay. So this is, this is Bic's Woman Day ad that, Women's Day ad that they put out in uh, South Africa. The, tag, uh, the, the, the font there, the words they put on it are, look like a girl... Act like a lady, think like a man, work like a boss. <laughs> Stephanie already went. <laughs> I know. Wow. Why think what? like a man? Why can't I think like a woman yeah, and what? still get everything done that I need to? They're creating more division in what they're writing without wow, even. Wow, Bick. That's <laughs> yeah. rude. This is why Maybe I not. buy store brand razors because <laughs> I don't have time for people telling me to think like a man. I will think like myself. This this is we, this is we don't even need to we, that's say offensive. This, this is offensive. <laughs> this is a boner. Like what what were they thinking by saying on Women's Day think like a man? Like, I want to be <laughs> in that brainstorm session. Like yeah. think, uh, what this is all about women's empowerment, about <laughs> about promoting equality. Why are you telling me that the way I think is not as good? And the funny thing is, so they so they put this woman so they're on saying here who's men think, but you want to yes. think like a man and then <laughs> strategize your <laughs> life like a. <laughs> Yeah. So this was just, you know, Ellen DeGeneres jumped on him for this and all kinds of people. I so like they, when people make mistakes like that, when I feel yeah. like they're trying to be holier than thou and they're trying to insert themselves in because they, they feel this energy of empowering women and mm-hmm. they want to cash in on it. Yeah. So then they mm-hmm. try to do something and they just, they just bomb it. I one, love it. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of my, one of my things that I don't like, especially in any advertising, you know, radio, TV, but especially digital, especially social, is don't pander to me. Don't yeah. take, don't take something like um, a social or cultural cultural movement, or like breast cancer awareness, or you know whatever. Don't take that and use it to sell a yes. product. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's kind of controversial for me to say, but I purposely avoid buying things. That have the pink breast cancer ribbon on them. Really? To Hmm. promote breast cancer awareness. We are all aware of (laughs) breast cancer. Yes. I don't, Uh, I'm less likely to buy your product. I'm more uh, likely to give money to the American Cancer Society or something like that instead of buying a pink yogurt or a pink scarf or a a pink, I don't, backs of mac and cheese. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> it's a turnoff for me for them to use something that makes people suffer or makes you know emotionally oh, yeah. distressed or using a disease yeah. to sell a product. It's a huge turnoff for Stephanie, me. Stephanie, save that because we're definitely going to have. I have a. I know. I was going to say Mike has up. a great. That we're Sorry. going to do. On, on, <laughs> I'm not going to give it now on, on marketing to disease, and and we're going to talk about that. It's going to be okay. a little controversial. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> but still uh, ironing out the kinks. Yeah. So, but I'm, but I'm, I couldn't agree I, with you more. I do so, agree, I, and that's why we're going to do an episode. on I that. agree 100. percent Like just you're leveraging a disease. Yeah, yeah, and exploiting that. Mm -hmm. And I get the capitalism. You know, you want to make money and for <laughs> profit. But, but yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, where's the morality? Where yeah. you go? No, we're not going to do with this. We have this other, pro or if you have a product that's going to help that, that's a different story. Yeah. But well, that's that's usually this is not. a good segue into our next um, one that we're going to evaluate here because I, I know you guys have seen this. Pepsi decided they were going oh. to have uh, Kendall Jenner settle a Black Lives Matter standoff. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so, so uh, Stephanie, I know you've seen the ad, uh, but we're going to play uh, Saturday Night Live. They didn't parody it. They they did a, a skit on it though. Right. So let's let's watch what's. If you haven't seen it, this skit explains what Pepsi did, and let's to check it tea. out. To a T. To a T. So that's the actual ad we're showing, right? And that's a cut on no. rehearsal. Let's be ready to roll in five. Uh, how's it going, Mr. Director? Good, good. I'm really excited. No, you should be writing and directing a commercial for Pepsi. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Oh, hey, this is my sister. I got to get this real quick. So they're leading into, they're Carrie, about to film hey. this. Sorry, I can't super talk right now. I'm on the set of this huge Pepsi commercial I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It was like completely my idea, and now they're doing it. It's great. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, well, it's, it's an homage to uh, the resistance. So there's this huge protest in the street, reminiscent of Black Lives Matter. And so everybody's marching, right? And they get to these police officers. And you think it's going to go bad because there's kind of like a standoff. And then Kendall Jenner walks in <laughs> and she walks up to one of the police officers and she hands him a Pepsi. And then that Pepsi brings everybody together. <laughs> I mean, isn't that like the best ad ever? He's like, she's talking to him. Like, obviously, it's obviously. definitely not. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> she's going on for a while. <laughs> yeah. As he hangs uh -huh. his head. Uh -huh. <laughs> sort of tone deaf. All right, guys, three minutes away. Three minutes. Thank you. I think maybe you just kind of don't get it. Is, is Doug there? Can you put him on? Dougie Fresh, what's up? Uh, hey, I just want to run this Pepsi commercial by that I'm He's doing. To uh, make sure you're loving it as much as I seconds. am. The whole thing is sort of an homage to the resistance, Black Lives Matter. So everybody's marching. And then Kendall Jenner comes up to a police officer and gives him a Pepsi. Everybody celebrates. People of every single culture come to get... Realizing. No, we're celebrating these cultures. We're celebrating black culture. <laughs> Two guys hip hop. Two hip -hop. guys shucking and driving. Yeah, we're all yeah. celebrating yeah. Asian culture. <laughs> it shows an Asian playing a cello. Uh, <laughs> playing a cello. Everything's stereotypical, right? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, got it. I'm just kind of using them. <laughs> yep, you are. To sell soda. Indian woman. <laughs> right. It's gonna be bad. All right, people. It's gonna be 60 bad. seconds till we roll on this man's. Singular vision. Ah, yes. <laughs> hey, man, could you maybe put a, a neighbor on the phone? Like a, a black one? 
trying to get Hi, more ma'am. Opinions. Yeah, hey, we're shooting a little Pepsi commercial over here. Just wanna, we're gonna buy you and get your opinion on it. Okay, great. So the whole thing is sort of an homage to the Black Lives Matter move. Don't even touch it. <laughs> It'd be insane. Bad idea. Right. Okay. Don't even show police. <laughs> like show riot, and riot here. here. <sighs> yeah. Uh, what would you do if you were in my situation? Just run in my car. All right, we gotta go! <laughs> hey, Kenny, do we have time for a quick rewrite? Hey, no can do, bud. Let's invite Kendall to set! She has a heart out in 45 seconds! <laughs> no, no, 45 okay, seconds. Okay, well, bye, Chloe, I gotta go. I'm on the set of my Pepsi commercial. Um, I stopped the police from shooting black people by handing them a Pepsi. I know, it's cute, right? Oh. <laughs> That's a big fail. Oh, but the reason this is in the uh, the digital podcast that we're doing is this was Pepsi made a long, this was a long form video made for the internet. It was a two minute and 40 second, I think, yeah. yep. piece they made. It yeah, was meant they, to be they were, shared around. And in like a 30 second spot on television, yeah. right? right. They were going to use. Well, it was a Super right. Bowl commercial, right? Uh, was it? I feel like it was pre, I think it was pre Super Bowl. Oh, okay. But, you know, it was one of those situations where... That was where, a couple of years ago already. That was like know, 2017? Yeah, 2017. Yeah. They, um, the, the one thing, you know, digital advertising lets you do is it lets you do these long-form videos and really tell a story. Pepsi just picked the wrong story. <laughs> like, <laughs> like go, go ahead, Stephanie. Don't, I know you don't attach yourself to a cultural <laughs> movement that some people are very passionate about and sensitive about. And like then racism. others could give a... <laughs> Less yes. about mm-hmm. and, the, and you know, that or movement the, or too anti is very divi- on both sides. Some people it's, that's horse. Yeah, some people are. <laughs> you know, equality <laughs> is is different, and there's all always going to be shades of gray. But a pop company shouldn't put their toes <laughs> no. in that water. Mm-hmm. No, not you know, at all. Uh, I, re- I remember sensitive. W- yeah, watching <laughs> the long form, and one, two of the <clears> things that I really noticed. Um, they were trying real hard to include like one of a- at least one of everybody. <laughs> yes. Like, oh look, there there's a black woman, there's a black man, there's an Asian, he's playing the cello, there's a Muslim woman, there's a gay man, there's a transgender there's woman. A, yeah, like, make sure you yep. know that they're sure gay you, and transgender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you check off all the boxes. Make sure you put them in right. in their in their little stereotypical look. Uh-huh. And. I, I remember watching it, and the the Muslim woman was in front of a table. It looked like she was working on a project or something, and it looked like she was really <laughs> frustrated. And then she screamed, and I was like, "What? Like wh- Muslim why? women are angry? Is like, that what was that? Why? <laughs> why did they choose to have the Muslim woman angry? Like you're just feeding into these stereotypes, and." Look, all of a sudden, this Pepsi is going to fix that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and the funny like, thing, stop. when you go, when you cross that line and you, wanna, you want to be a part of that movement, then you open yourself up. To, if you're going to use it, you better not make any mistakes yeah, and, and exaggerate and, and do that. Because then you open yourself up to all the criticism. Yep. And rightfully so. And, you know, pe- people were talking about it, but it was yeah. mostly negative. Not the right way. Yeah. Not not the right way at all. You know, they'll, they'll say any publicity is good publicity. That that really wasn't. I, don't, I no. highly doubt that <laughs> no. Pepsi sales increased because of that. I bet they stayed <laughs> well, pretty flat and they wasted so all of pop. this money. Six no, months later, Pepsi uh, president Brad Jakeman stepped down. Uh, <laughs> telling surprise! <laughs> telling the ad age that that spot was the most gut wrenching experience of his career. Yeah. 
Oh God. You're Good the president. How do you let that get through? Completely no. tone deaf. You, you By should. not being connected to your marketing department. But, and and maybe this is controversial Literally. too, but I, I, I wonder your opinion, Stephanie, because I feel like a lot of ads are, I feel like they think too much or they're looked at racially in a way that, oh, we have to have two black people and two white people yeah. and one Asian or... And it just drives me nuts when sometimes I feel like I see an ad and it's like, okay, they're talking to me or they're not. But then I hear there's controversy because it's only white people and they don't show. And it's like, what are... It's... Stop. Just <laughs> buy the product or don't. Exactly. Not everything has exactly. to be controversial. Don't. And not... Okay, so I... sometimes it's done intentionally. If, yeah. if you're speaking mm-hmm. to a pre- predominantly black audience, you probably want to use black... And people, people want to right. want to see yeah. people who look like them using their product. Yep. Right. Yes, exactly. that's good. Um, I follow this woman in, on uh, Instagram. She's an actress, and she recently posted um, kind of like a like an illustration of all different kinds of women's bodies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's a very po- body positive actress. Yeah. And it's uh, Jamila Jamil. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna guess Alyssa all, Milano. She's that been, been a, a good She's guess. been around yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm saying a lot of stuff. And the comments on this, even even from her followers, well, is one of them trans? Oh, is one of them blah blah blah? Oh, I don't see any blah blah blah. It 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 comes from like, why are we nitpicking? Why can't we just yeah. celebrate? Well, the beauty what's of it is that you don't on. know if they're trans or gay. They're exactly. just people. That's exactly. all that matters. And it's ju- it's ju- they're just people. It's just pop. It's just a razor. But I feel yeah. like people have been conditioned because of all the uh, and because of that's part of the reason I hate social media. They've been conditioned to think that they have to count the people and those things matter to and just it, nitpick. But you know what? Common sense. To, sometimes, yeah, someone did something wrong with an ad. But in mm-hmm. most cases, it's it's pretty it's. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, there was no intention. There was, a, they're just making an ad. I don't know. It bothers me sometimes. My marketers take away from this whole thing is, the, you, is they're, they're worrying too much about this and not w- focusing on the product and yes. the benefit. It, yeah. It's, it's really, it's not really marketing or advertising like you traditionally do. What, what are you, and know, sometimes if you, your money if you, on. And I get why they do it, like the the whole Gillette thing with the toxic man, because it was a big topic. But I, as a person, I still don't like it because they're exploiting that. Yeah, like right. I don't need a razor company to tell me I'm being toxic yeah. or I'm I'm a man and I'm bad. Like, and you know what? The people who are bad, the people who are you know part of that toxic right. masculine, they're not going to be swayed by an ad. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to make them worse. They're going to say, "F you." You're like, "F you." I'm going to yeah. I'm going to go grab all the exactly. You know? Well, this one we we clearly the the president of Pepsi judged it for us by stepping down, <laughs> yes. telling yes. us it was the worst thing that happened to his career. So pretty much ever in all of advertising. Uh, all right, so we have a listener question this week. Uh, hey, tools. I work for Pete's Coffee. <laughs> And we're doing a lot with social media influencers. What do you guys think about this as a marketing method? Is it worth it? Is it worth the effort and the cost? Signed, Scott from San Jose, California. Hmm. So are you guys, do you remember Pete's Coffee? Yes, I yeah. do. So, uh, so what do you guys think of that as a, 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 the, using social media influencers and Instagram? And Stephanie's shaking her head. So I, I, so I have an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I was active for several years, and then I took about three years off. I just really? I uninstalled it. It was it was a personal thing for me. So yep. I went back okay. on Instagram um, last September, and I noticed like every fourth picture is an ad. 
Every, really? There's video ads. I get all kinds of beauty products, lingerie products, um, <laughs> food. You know, I, I, I can see that there are some some people who are local, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is Mostly. just like yep. website, you know, e- e-commerce stuff. Well, and a, a lot of big corporations are shifting a lot of their money to digital yeah. and they have to spend it that way so they're spending it on they're spending the shit out of it yeah there's there's <laughs> tons of it and i was just talking to a co-worker co-worker today who is also active on instagram sees no ads what how's hmm. that so i i think because well, i'm i'm a female i'm targeted with all these clothing products and beauty yeah. products and stuff like that because i'm likely to be like ooh, will this make me prettier right <laughs> that's interesting because i have an instagram and i very rarely use it I pretty mm-hmm. much just post pictures of my kids, but I'm, I wanted to look. Yeah, there's so that you, you guys are talking about ads, though, but they're talking about yeah. influencers. Influencers. Like, I try to not follow influencers because I, I just think it's stupid. I don't like, follow any influencers. Yeah. And I also, I also, just me personally, because I'm in marketing, mm-hmm. I don't buy something if it is generally endorsed by a celebrity. Hmm. If I'm, somebody is paid. To not me. demonstrate if Pratt, it, if Chris Pratt endorses it. I'm buying it. <laughs> well, let's go. With it. Well, you might have your you. couple people. You might have your couple people. I, but I, I no, I, yeah. I kind of feel yeah. the same way, and and I get why they're using them. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the people aren't going to think like you. The, I don't think so because you're in the true. business. You know the behind the scenes. I know, you know that this what person goes on. Got paid, and you know they're and it's not sincere. <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. I just don't like. It just feels yeah, dirty. It, it, it does feel a little dirty. Um, Digital dirt, especially if it's just these the people that just have a ton of follower and they really aren't. I hate the term influencer because I don't know if you saw yeah. a video maybe a month ago. A girl lost her Instagram or. One of those accounts, uh, a mm-hmm. social media account, and she had. A, I did hear about this. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, she followers or something. out, right? She was she, previously a prostitute, I uh-huh. believe, and she's going. So she's an influencer because she's supposed just because to be an influencer she has a lot of because yeah. she has followers. a lot of people following her who are but then she who are goes legit on, followers or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then she goes on and creates this video, bawling her eyes out, saying, "I can't. I don't offer anything for a nine to five job. I can't do I a nine to five. Skills. I need my Instagram. I don't mm-hmm. have any skills." And it's like that's your influence. That that's the person you want to pay to endorse your product yeah. that yeah. doesn't think that thinks it's either I have five hundred thousand Instagram followers or I'm a prostitute. You want that person hawking no. your yeah. product? No I thanks. W- and I feel like a lot of them. I'm not saying they're all prostitutes, but they're they really aren't. They don't offer anything else. They're, no. you know, you go they have, to They're their, a big following. That's it. They, they, they are a, a database of 500,000 people. Yeah. That's it. They're a hot girl with yeah. good makeup skills. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. That, and that's yeah. what the majority of them are. So advertising <sighs> is definitely, uh, you know, monkey see, monkey do business. And I actually found a, uh, a Maverick a report on this. So Maverick, in this report, they analyzed Pete's Coffee's influencer share a voice on Instagram in relation to other leading coffee brands. Hmm. (laughs) So uh, Dunkin' Donuts is the leading coffee brand with influencers. They have a 26% share of voice. Wow. Yeah, and Dunkin's the big one. And their coffee is... I like their coffee. I do too. Uh, Starbucks. (laughs) Starbucks has 18% of the influencers. Uh, A company I don't know. Columbia? Yeah, no idea. No idea. Keurig has 8%, McDonald's 7%, and then Pete's Coffee 5%, tied with Tim Hortons at 5%. So everybody in the coffee game pretty much, are are we even missing anybody from this? 
Yeah, I'm sure we are, but big, big B. Somebody, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like local. That's the edge. But they're all jumping on these influencers and paying. They're paying people to put up pictures, drinking the coffee, holding up the cup. In, the, the, in this article, they had a whole bunch of their Instagram photos of people, you know, Ugh. showing their Pete's coffee. Um, oh, I hate those people. <laughs> <Does> it, <laughs> I mean, they're called influencers for reasons. They're influencing somebody to buy it. At least people believe that. I, w- I wonder if they're actually able to track that, uh, you know, unless there's there's a link to a specific coupon or something. How are you tracking well, whether it's working? That's the beauty of being an influencer, too. I get to... I don't have to prove that it yeah. works. You just pay you just me a ton paid. of money and, and yeah. right. Hey, are your sales mm-hmm. up or down? Yeah, <laughs> There's as, no way to quantify it. As a person who loves coffee and scrolls through Instagram, I would be more likely to click on an ad or like something if I saw like a little 15 or 30 second video mm-hmm. of a delicious coffee drink being made. Right. Like, yes. Edited. Here's espresso. Here's going over ice. Here's the special toppings. Like that, seeing my drink come together and then bam, here is our seasonal mm-hmm. maple spice latte yeah. only available at XYZ Coffee. <laughs> right. I would be more likely to then go to XYZ Coffee and get a maple latte. Yeah. Than to follow this influencer who's like, here's my maple latte. Uh, like, yeah. But uh, the part I'm missing and I feel like I struggle with is that affects a lot more people than I realize. I, I don't let it, uh, like, I refuse to allow myself to consume that stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are just blind to it. They see it and they buy it. They, they don't even know that they're being influenced. Mm-hmm. And, the, I mean, that's the great part of it. Yeah. But there's also people out there like Stephanie and myself I don't know about Mike, but well, that would go. We're hypercritical of yes. all the marketing. My, no, my problem with it is Scott, who he, he asked. So my answer is, if they're doing it and it looks organic, it doesn't bother me. If it just, if if it's th- them doing a, a picture of whatever feeding their fish, and there's a Pete's coffee cup in the va- in it, and it's not <laughs> right. like or they're just not overt, I, I holding can't it tell straight. They play, yeah, and they're not holding it straight in the camera. Like, here's me with my Pete's coffee. Hashtag Pete's. Yeah. <laughs> the, that's gross to me, but the other way, if it's just there and it, it's in the background, kind of. If, that doesn't if he bother comes me. in and buys one and takes it, a picture while he's buying a pizza, right. or if it looks yeah. organic, or if it's you know, hey, I, I bumped into my friends Jim and Stephanie at Pete's today, and it, it's not meant to push people to Pete's, but it just happens to be where. Yeah, like like if like if a Kardashian was taking <laughs> Kardashians a, in it, forget it. No, bringing a Pepsi but, to you. But no, here here is an example: if a Kardashian or whoever is taking a selfie and somebody's in the background sipping a Starbucks cup and that's yeah. not the focus of it, then that just reinforces that green straw brand and you're like, okay, yes. there's Starbucks. Yeah. That is more yeah. organic than look at this Frappuccino. Starbucks has this new Frappuccino. Like, yep. yeah. yes. Yeah, so organic versus overt. The ads but there's that I also, saw, or the pictures I saw that were in this article, they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and so Scott, if I'm advising you on those, no, don't. Those people are a waste of your guys' money. But Scott, if, but if there's someone local that that you know around your location that maybe does have a big, someone that does come in, I, I would be more apt to if you do know someone, someone that comes mm-hmm. in and consumes your product and likes it, and they'd be willing to do it. You. You wouldn't have to pay as much. I just, you know, they're not yeah. going to have a million followers. Maybe they have 10,000. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can get it a little cheaper. And, and like Mike said, it's organic. That's, that's the type of coffee that person drinks. I wouldn't just search for anyone just because they have a large following. Okay. Agreed. So that's the show. Stephanie, thanks for coming in so much. We definitely need to have you back because there's 
Thank you for having me. This so is much great. more we can talk about because, I mean, we didn't even, what do we talk about? Maybe 1% of all digital advertising, <laughs> but we can't go on forever. So right. we can't. Plus, I got to get Reese to t-ball practice today. So hurry yeah. up. Hurry up. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for listening to us. Email us your questions and somebody, if, if it, we're too dumb to answer it, we'll get somebody smart like Stephanie to answer it. <laughs> yes, at the marketing tools podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, follow our Twitter. It is at marketing tools P. P. You waiting for it? <laughs> is our Twitter. P-E-E. We have a LinkedIn page we would <laughs> love for P-E-E. you to follow uh, if you're on LinkedIn and follow us on Facebook. Yep. And Listen on iTunes, wherever you can find it, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, any of it. And uh, the Chris Pratt thing is, I, I don't drink Michelob Ultra, if you guys were thinking that. What does he, why does he? Does Haven't he you seen him? the ads where he's got the little teeny weight in his... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to see it because I love Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, even Chris obviously Pratt. Obviously, you drink a lot of beer. You're being targeted. Yeah, he obviously <laughs> he, he can't even sway me into drinking Michelob <laughs> Ultra. It's but, not very good. Uh, <laughs> no. But I do, I do like it. You would what? I would you drive would? a GMC. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it GMC? See, I don't even know. Is it GMC or Chevy handle or I don't know. This stuff doesn't work on me. I haven't seen those ads. I don't know. You're not being targeted. So. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya.